Welcome, friends, to the 21st episode of our podcast. Today we're presenting a game called The Prince of Providence. Please stay tuned after the episode for more information, or you can visit our website at actualplay.network for detailed show notes while you listen. I kind of want to know, to start this, this experience, this collaborative gaming experience, I kind of want to know where, um, I want you guys to take me to like the beginning of your day, like how do you wake up and like where, where do you live and like just like the rough outline of like what it's like when you get out of bed and shit like that and start your day. Who wants to start? I guess I'll go first. Okay. So Harvey, Harvey Littlefield. So my day is pretty straightforward. I wake up somewhere in my house that has a surface, you know. Couch, bed, lodge, chair, whichever was the most comfortable at the time, wherever my body found purchase. And then my morning routine is pretty simple. An efficient, like, five-minute shower, a simple breakfast of some form of egg, and then I'm out the door. Not too much fuss about clothes. I wear most of the same kind of clothes all, every day. So you live alone? I live alone. Jake, he gets up. His apartment is not great, but not horrible. It's, uh... His money has definitely gone towards trying to give his apartment more flash rather than getting a better apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, He just kind of groggily goes through a morning routine, puts on something nice, takes that off, puts on something nicer. He goes out the door, starts at or stops off at some sort of local cafe or coffee shop or whatever, gets himself a coffee and a bagel and... If he's going to be meeting up with other people, provides coffees and bagels for them as well. And just heads out to whatever he has to be doing that day. Cool. Also alone, it seems like. Yes. And Ronnie Briggs. He wakes up reading Automobile Magazine suddenly at his kitchen table. And uh, he uh, then uh, goes to his room and changes his clothes. His His apartment is kind of nice. Like, he gets good money from murdering. And... He can afford things that don't look aesthetically pleasing in this time period. But back in the day, it was kind of kitschy, but like it was nice. And his bed is huge with, uh, I believe it's a velour bedding. Ugh. And um, his kitchen's got a lot of checker pattern, like tile floor, tile everything, and uh, black and white cabinets marble hardtop he mixes himself a a drink and brushes his teeth afterwards puts on his shades slides on um good color for this not salmon darker not red somewhere between salmon and red in that spectrum of color uh slacks some gator shoes a leather belt beige jacket and a white shirt nice and he's got greasy black hair <laughs> and he uh slides across the hood of his 1970 chrysler new yorker two-door hardtop and uh <laughs> gets in the driver's side and peels out so uh you, you don't have to tell me like your whole day or whatever andrew but uh or anything really but you do like your first errand which I guess is something that you probably do pretty regularly, you know, like a collection or something like that. And when you come outside to your car, or you don't, you don't, you don't own cars because that's the best way to get caught. You, um, yeah, um, I don't own cars. Yeah, it's the best way to get caught. The more numbers the guy you name attached to it, the worse off you are. You go to the bus stop where you would normally. I don't take a bus. All I right. just walk, or I get rides. Cool. So 
I sometimes take the bus. And you see, uh, waiting outside, yeah. a uh, sort of a squat man wearing a, a polo shirt with a blue stripe, a white polo shirt with a blue stripe and a stain on it. And he's got uh, sunglasses on, uh, mostly bald, sort of an unhealthy pallor to his skin. He's got a big smile. His teeth are all tobacco stained, and he's chewing on a cigar. Real sweaty. Real sweaty. Even though it's like early March, he's real sweaty. You recognize this immediately. You recognize this guy immediately. This is Vinny the Tooth. He's actually a pretty high-ranking guy in the organization. Normally, you wouldn't even really be speaking to him because uh, he doesn't need to talk to you. But he looks over. He sees you coming out, and he, he raises his hand to, for a gesture to come over to him. All right. Hey. Uh, I head over to him. Harry, I got a question for you. Yeah. Harry, uh, uh, the old man needs your help with something. Would you be willing to do a special job for him? Yeah, job's a job. All right, well, you meet him at the restaurant later, right after lunch, okay? All right. All yeah. right, thank you. I head off. Yep. Have a good day. You too. I don't know, what What do you think you do? Well, you don't have to tell me, I guess. We don't have to put you on the spot. But uh, Go ahead. You've done your first. <laughs> I'll put you on blast, bro. Um. <laughs> The first, uh, well, he was doing that, his, uh, his first job, Harvey, what, what do you think you were doing in the morning? Probably just go to hang out at some like kind of clubhouse, you know, with the guys who don't really have anything to do immediately. Yeah. So you're, you're hanging out in like a deli, I guess, or like the butcher shop with the tables outside. All that stuff is sort of like a fixture of Federal Hill. Uh-huh. And, uh, you got, um, you got your, uh, I imagine you're perpetually drinking coffee cause you seem like kind of like a high energy guy. Sure. Yeah. So you got your coffee. You see Vinny the Tooth actually walking up to you. And he goes, hey, Jared, I got a question for you, buddy. Uh, Jake looks around. You, Jared, hey. Uh, it's it's Jake, Mr. Tooth. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, John. Um, listen, nah. the old man needs you to do a job for him. You don't mind doing a job for him, do you? No, nah, what kind of job? I'm interested. Give me the details. Well, it's kind of a special job. There's, uh, you might even say it's a bit of police work, actually. Are you trying to... I'm, I ain't no rat, Vinny. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean, my friend. Hey, John. We're all friends here, buddy. Don't worry about it. Well, that's what police work means. What do you want me to think? No, no, no. You might, it's like a little bit of a detective. Okay. Investigate. That's different from being a police. Well, I was trying to be clever, but I guess it went right over your head, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my friend. Yeah, maybe it wasn't that clever. Okay, well, hey. So the old man looks is looking for you at the restaurant uh, about about an hour from now. Can you do that? Can you make it? Or you got you got too much going on over here. Uh, he takes a bite of his bagel. I'm a little busy, but uh, I think I could swing it. All right, good. I'll see you then. Maybe I don't know. Hey, take care, John. Hmm. So Ronnie, uh, what were you up to while John was eating his bagel? While John was eating his bagel, Ronnie was uh believe it or not at the library i don't believe it picking up a book i knew you wouldn't you come out of the library what would you get uh i got one second uh a book big enough to hollow out and hide a gun in i was gonna see if i have one on my shelf that's thick enough for it but i don't think i do mervyn peak gormengast mervyn peak gormengast yeah and uh He's gonna, not now, but later on after he leaves the library, uh, hollow it out and put a little gun in there just for having. 
No, library books are just, you just check it out. It's free. I mean, he's just not going to return it. And uh, there's a uh, sort of a sallow looking man. This is a tall, skinny guy. And he's got um, stringy black hair and sort of a plump, plump rubbery lips. And his eyes are heavy lidded. And he always sort of, he looks sort of itchy and unhealthy. And you recognize him. This is Sammy Vicenzi. Okay. And uh, he's got a nickname that everyone calls him behind his back. The nickname is Snakecock. So Sammy Snakecock Vincenzi. He goes, Hey, uh, Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? Hey, you're doing pretty good, Snakecock. What? Just, okay. <laughs> uh, don't. He gets really He gets really mad, like, right away. Like, don't fucking call me that, all right? I don't fucking like that shit. Hey, I'm sorry. It slipped. It must have slipped don't right out of me. Don't call me that, man. I, hey, it's done. It's over. Uh, well, what can I do you for? Fucking do that again, dude. I'll fucking uh, kill you. You'll be dead. What was his first name again? Snake. Sammy. Sammy? Sammy Snakecock Vincenzi. What can I do you for, Sammy? Hey, uh, the old man sent me over here to find you, buddy. Uh, I, guess he, I guess he needs you to do a, like a job for him or something. I mean, hey, it's what I'm here for. All right. All right. Well, you'll be reading now, buddy? Yeah, I think I'm uh, thinking of getting in the books. <laughs> really late for that, I think. Don't you think, buddy? Really late for uh, that. Never too late to, to really dig into a good book. You never know what know, you'll man. find in them. I'm surprised you can even read, to be honest. I'm not even sure. I'm full of surprises. What can I say? Yeah. Okay. So be, be, head over to the restaurant. I think the other two are going to be waiting for you there. All right. Uh, All right. Well, what, time, what time do you need me there? Just head over there now. I think it's time to go. You got to get over there and wait. Old man's going to talk to you. All right. I'll see you around, Sammy. Uh, I'll see you around, but I don't want to because I don't like you anymore. All right. Be easy, friend. And then uh, Ronnie gets in the car and uh, <laughs> pulls out. That was a car, by the way. So uh, there's a restaurant where uh, the old man hangs out. And the old man is Sal Vecchio. I'm getting there. It's the old okay. man is Sal Vecchio. And he is the head of the entire New England mob, which is based in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, he's well, he's like beloved in Federal Hill. Uh, the FBI has been after him for years. The, the state police, the Providence police, none of them have been able to get their hands on him. Um, Wait, where does this take place? This is 1979 Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, cool. So we can just like do our regular accents then. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. That's why it felt so natural. <laughs> um, there's a restaurant called Remorcatories. I want everyone to tell me something about the restaurant. Starting with uh, one of you characters here. It's got a lot of curtains and hardwood. Okay. And mirrors. And mirrors, huh? <laughs> oh, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll throw something in there that I want to be a detail about the restaurant, actually. The, uh, it's, got a, it's got a secret menu. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All the uh, waiters wear white shirts and black ties. And black aprons, black pants. And nothing else. Yeah, just just yeah. They wear a full <laughs> outfit and nothing else. Good job, no, no, Andrew. No pants, no shoes. I, I, no I did. I did say pants. I talked over that part. I'm gonna say it's fairly dimly lit. Right, makes sense. To always try and create that, you know, that atmosphere. Lady in the Tramp type atmosphere. Sure, I got gotcha. you. You walk in and there's two uh, mobsters eating the same spaghetti. Shit, nearly it gets crazy. Um. <laughs> Sal Vecchio is in the back 
uh, he's got a few guys around him. He is uh, smoking a cigarette. The whole whole top of the bar, whole top of the bar in the in the restaurant, is rimmed with a cloud of smoke. <clears throat> the wallpaper's turning yellow around the top. Um, Style has like a lizardy, almost, almost like a lizardy vibe. Not not in the fact that he's like um, scaly, but in the fact that he looks like he's going to steal your eggs. Um, <laughs> oh shit! I like eggs. <laughs> We've established that about uh, Harpy. He's an Eggman, um, and uh, you can see him look at look directly over at you through you as you walk in. Do you guys want to arrive separately, or what's the deal? I mean, unless they want us to arrive on time, I think it would, or at the same exact time, I think it would make sense that we arrive separately. No, I think it would make sense too. So, who arrives first? I arrive first. Okay. <laughs> he sees me about to arrive first, and then sprints down the street and pushes me down <laughs> so he can get there first. Well, I did. I did jog the whole way there. No, yeah, go ahead. I definitely did not arrive first. Uh, I arrived first, but my car is parked in the back, and I've been here for forty-five minutes. Harvey stays in. I mean, he's in his mid-forties and tough for a reason. He has to stay in shape. I probably show up last. So, um, I assume that uh, Ronnie is sitting in his car reading Gormenghast. What did Harvey do? Go inside the restaurant? Yeah, I just went right in the restaurant. I didn't ask any questions. What? I'm going to show up like five minutes late. So when Harvey arrived, Sal um, uh, gestured for him to wait at the bar. And then whenever else gets there, he sends a guy over to tap him on the shoulder. And he just sort of stares at you waiting for your eyes to all come over. I, I go over. Hello, Ronnie. Hey there, Sal. How's your mother? She's well. That's very well. And yours? She's been dead for quite a while, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But a while. Hey, have a seat. You want something to drink? Uh, yeah. What do you got on the secret menu? He ignores you and gestures for a waiter to bring something over to you. Oh, we're all over there, right? Yeah. Jacob, uh, Harvey, sit down. Harvey shakes his head. Fucking, what's on the secret menu? Oh, I'm definitely already sitting. Why don't you, um, they'll bring you a drink, okay? Hey, waiter. They look at Sal instead of you. Sal waves them off. Hey, I'm trying to order something. So the time to meet will be later, okay, uh, Harvey? We will talk about that after. Right now, I must speak. All Thank right. you. They bring you each a glass of wine. I uh, tap my waiter as he's about to walk away. I'm like, hey, yeah, it's still early. Can I get, like, a lemonade or something? Sal, they just walk away. Is that a no? You know, the restaurant isn't open yet, so I am doing you a favor by serving you at all. All right, all right. So, did you hear about what happened to uh, Tony the other week? I'm going to go with no. Tony was at a strip club. Do you know Lucy's? Do you know Lucy's strip club? Over across town? Yeah, I've heard of it. Who doesn't? Well, Tony was having a lap dance in the private room. And someone scalped him. And tore out his heart and strung his intestines all around the room. That seems a bit extreme. Not where yes. I thought this story was going. I agree. And did you hear what happened to Jimmy? Was he at the strip club getting a lap dance by, by any chance? No. Jimmy was doing collections and he stopped in for a drink. He stopped in for a drink and someone removed his skin and left him hanging from a light fixture. Now, these two men 
were very important to me. They have been members of my crew for 20 years. This is unacceptable. Now, this morning, I hear of another thing. There is a grocery store across town. Robbie Murphy was there doing a robbery. He has been killed. Apparently in a gruesome manner. The cops are there now. I need you to go. There is a man, a part of his crew, that is still alive. I need you to investigate. I need you to figure out what's happening to my men. I need you to do it now. All right? Agabish. Thank you. Can I ask one question? Certainly. Why yes? Well, listen. I need people who I can trust. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Give your mother my regards. I will do, oh, sir. Give your mother's my regards. Except for you, Harvey. Sorry <laughs> to bring it up. Hey, you know. You can give your daughter my regards. Fine by me. Water <laughs> under the bridge. You know, daughter's under <laughs> the bridge like they always say. He's in the house. Ronnie uh, gets in his car and he leaves. Like, no, wait, no, I guess I'm going to just wait outside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a bad idea, actually. Yeah, I'm going to wait outside and lean against my car. Smoking a cigarette, of course. So, uh, what do you guys think? This some, like, Zodiac shit or voodoo? Or what do we got going on? I don't know. These guys outside? Am I getting the right time period for the Zodiac? Zodiac killer would have already happened, yeah. Okay, good. Are these guys outside yet? I don't yeah. know. Just, 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 I don't think that Zodiac guy ripped people's skin off, did he? I don't know. Did he just kill people? Yeah, but Should he was not kill people. I ain't weird. No yeah. He killed people and he wrote those crazy letters with all the clues and the hints. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't be ma- making puzzles he, out of their murders. Got to be a little loose in the head. Who knows? He, Maybe evolved. He waxy waxed them on the head, both of them on the head. There ain't no puzzles here. It's just dead hey, guys. Hey, what are we, the Stooges? Calm down with your fists. They're just dead guys. No puzzles. You're overthinking it. Sounds like a puzzle to me. I don't know. A guy's missing skin ain't a puzzle. It's just missing skin. Puzzle's got, like, numbers and shit. Hey, I got an idea, you guys. Uh, hop in the cab and uh, maybe we discuss it on the way. Yeah, I figured that's what we were doing. I get in my car. I, no, I get in my car and uh, you guys get get in. <laughs> yes, I we get, also get in your car. I get in the back. Chris, where are you sitting? Shotgun, obviously. I, that's not obvious. <laughs> Look, if Jake, is kind of, if Jake can get shotgun, he's going to take shotgun. Uh, I click on the radio and uh, Hound Dog by Elvis Presley is playing. I'm a hound dog. Do, do, ba, do, ba, do, do, What's up? Ba, do, ba, do, it's me. Ba, do, ba, do, stop it. It's me, the hound dog. <laughs> I'm a little bit confused about something, though. Why are the cops going to tell us we're going to an active crime scene, right? I don't think we can just sneak around in an active crime scene. Yeah, you just got to act like you own the place. I roll down the window, flick out some cigarette. As you do that, you come over a uh, sort of a hilly section of road. You come on the grocery store, and uh, there's just cop cars. There's like six or five, six or six or seven cop cars outside the Trukies. Uh Lights on. Uh, people milling all around trying to get a look. Oh, no, they got here fast. So, uh, Frio, though, I know you guys are all about running in the front door, screaming until you find something you can punch. But uh, I'm gonna need an actual plan here. Hey, kid, I'm a professional. Yeah, hey, you're a professional at what you do, and we're all very impressed, but this is a little outside your wheelhouse. Ronnie Briggs gets out of the car and shuts the door behind him, kind of like, not in Harvey's face, but like, 
at his face. Jakes. And uh, shoves his fists into his pockets and heads over to the crime scene. Well, this can only go well. Jake follows. Uh, he doesn't make too much of a stir, just sort of mills around behind the police. How many cops are there? Uh, there's six or seven cars. Probably um, probably ten cops. Total. Right, is the place, like, blocked off heavily? Like, Yeah, there's, well, there's, ta- there's, there's a couple of guys milling around outside, like cops, and then a crowd of people, and then police tape blocking the entrance. All right, Ronnie Briggs is going to sort of shuffle his way through to get himself a bit of a looky-loo, if he could. Yeah, the uh, actually, there's, like, a spray of blood on the doors. It doesn't, like, block the whole doors off, but it's sort of, like, uh, between the people standing, between the um, the tape, the barriers, there's, like, the little uh, wooden barriers they've set up, and uh, the cops standing there, and the spray of blood, you actually almost see nothing inside the actual doors of the store. But, you know, as you're walking, you sort of catch catch that they're, uh, there's some bodies inside. Multiple bodies. That they're examining. Uh, besides besides uh, Ronnie making out the shapes of um, some people examining bodies on the ground and the usual crime scene type stuff. Like you can't see exactly how many bodies there are or how many sh- how many people are inside, but um, definitely based on the blood spray and stuff and the amount of police that are here, uh, something went down in there. Doors and windows to the restaurant. Is the glass shattered? Like there's so an explosion that blew it out? Or... This is a grocery store. A grocery store? Um, and no, um, there's no uh, damage to the outside of the building. All right. All right. Does it look like I uh, recognize any of these bodies or are they completely unrecognizable entirely? So you can't see the inside of the building to actually make up the bodies. All right. Harvey's going to head over to the cop that looks at least busy with the crowd. Hey, is the crime scene okay, man? You got to stay back. Yeah, I see. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a real mess. Anyone make, it out of here? Anyone make it out of this bloodbath alive? Yeah, one kid, man. I'm fucked up real bad, but he's, he's, he made it out. Shit, dude. Like a kid kid? No, he's uh, I think it, what happened? This is a robbery gone wrong. Okay. Ah, ah. And he was one of the robbers. Ah, oh, damn. But uh, he's not going to be robbing anyone else ever again, I'll tell you that much. You, so you guys take his ass to the lockup, or you do, a nice, do him a solid, bring him out to Providence General? Uh, yeah, he's at, uh, he's at Women and Infants. Ah. I wouldn't be one of, wouldn't want to be the grocer in that, you know? No, they got the gross of blood. I <laughs> <laughs> can't get that shit out of your chicken. What? Yeah, you can. It's come from- <laughs> What? Come on, stand. <laughs> Yo, Widow, man, I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, man, it's like, you know, that shit's all over the place. He, just, he turns right completely now. around so you, you can't see or talk anymore. <laughs> Smooth. He had to like, hey, guys, we're heading women infant. What? We're heading on women infants. Who are we looking for? We don't, we'll figure out when we get there. That's not how some, hospitals work. Some kid who tried to rob the place. was <laughs> been made out alive. Oh, okay, so your plan is we walk up to the front desk and be like, hey, got any criminals in here that we can maybe go talk to for free? Or just when we feel like it? Hey, you know, yeah. Have you ever been to a hospital? Yeah. That's not how they work. Have you ever been to a hospital around here? Yeah. They'll speak to you. Let's not bolt out of here as fast as we can. I mean, there might be something we're missing. Uh, is there anyone in the crowd that we might recognize? Um, there could be, but um, uh, did you, what do you have in mind? Uh, just anyone who might be useful, someone who might know anything or know the people involved or anything. The uh, there is a report because I realized we forgot we forgot to ask uh, Selfeki if there was any leads. Well, he told you that there was a guy who got taken to the hospital. Yeah, he did. I probably just didn't. 
I missed that completely. And he told you the name of the person inside who he says is killed. Yep. Uh, beyond that. And he said he was killed in a gruesome manner. But that's pretty much all he yeah, told okay. you. Yeah, I know. I forgot to ask if he had any like good information for us. Um, in the crowd, there is a uh, reporter from the Province Journal, Saul Fransky. Fransky? Yep. Uh, all right. I'm going to like sidle up to him. And just like slightly bump into him and be like, hey, Saul. Hello. How are you? A lot better than those guys, huh? Mr. What, what was your name again? I We talked to, was it you? He helped me out on the uh, the uh, gambling thing, right? The, um, it was uh, the uh, state house guy. The, uh, yeah, no, the gambling thing with the state house guy. I know you got a lot of stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Your name is uh, it's Jackie, right? You're Jackie. I, I don't like to give out my real name when I'm dealing with that kind of stuff, you know. Oh, can I quote you on that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, man. I'm just joking. Did you like it? Did you like my joke? Yeah, it was great. Never heard that one before. That's good, man. We're buddies. Huh? We're friends. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about what's going on in here, huh? Some fucked up shit, you know? Yeah, you think it's, uh, I mean, obviously it's connected to the other two things that happened, right? What other two things? Hey, you want to fill me in? You got something going on? I might have something going on. You got something going on? Yeah, I mean, I, I know, uh, I know the name of the guy in there, and I, I, I uh, got a pretty good look at how he was killed, and, uh, I know the name of the boy who they took to the women and infants. All right, I'll tell you what. I said two, so we'll do two. You give me the name of the boy and how he was killed. How this guy was killed, not the boy, because he ain't dead. All right, I got you. I'm understanding. Okay, you give me one first, then. That's how we're going to do it, a back and forth. Back and forth. So why don't you go first? You got a lot more to gain. I'll go first. Sure. The kids, the kid who got killed in there, or the kid who, I'm sorry, they took him to women and infants? It's Tim O'Simley, young boy. <laughs> Great. Ah, oh, that's, that's good old Tim too, Tim. No, Tim O'Timley is his name, not Tim Two Tim. Who is this? Who's this Joker? Yeah, I don't. I've seen this guy before in my life. All right, yeah, he's a Joker. Let's get him out of here. All right, you, you now, you next, my friend. Yeah, there was a uh, another guy killed in a real bad way somewhere else in town. You know, I'm <laughs> oh, surprised you really. You really, you're really knocking me for a loop here. You want to give me a little more specifics than that? Because you could just say that about anything. Look, I ain't got all the specifics because I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so they, someone died one time. Huh? That's your big piece of information? <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. There was another oh. guy. I think uh, someone think died recently. Do you want, someone hey, died recently. I understand. Do you want me to finish or just want me to punch you in the mouth and walk away? Why don't you give me something good? And then you can talk about punching who or what and then whatever. Okay. All right. You know what, Fransky? We're done. Okay. Right, see you later, man. Come back when you learn a fact. <laughs> all right, well, I got okay, the name clap. of the kid. That's all I really wanted. <laughs> so you guys ready to press bricks or what? Did you have something else you wanted to do? No, no, I'm good. We got the information. Yeah, but how are we going to get in to see him? Well, what do you mean? We go ask for him at the front. Yeah, where's grieving family? 
This poor kid. Oh it. my god, my my fr- my old my cousin, my nephew, my cousin Timo Timley. I can't even believe. It. Oh god, you know. You hear what you, happened? No worry. Kid always was in a rough shape. Got caught up with the wrong crowd. You know what? Yeah, let's do your plan. I always love live theater. Let's do it. Baby, life is live theater. Hey, acting's part of the car. You guys want a cigarette? I'm over here smoking a whole pack by myself. Like, uh, nah, those will kill your lungs, kid. No, nah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, I see. Well, we not see the kid or the this. lungs, just that they were gonna kill you. I mean, hey, I didn't get in this line of business to live forever. He lights up a cigarette and he uh, drives off. So that was episode 21 of the Actual Play.network podcast, um, The Prince of Providence Part 1. We're playing this game with the Fate Accelerated system to start. Um, about a third of the way through of this game, uh, the system will change as the game's nature changes. Uh, I try not to say any more than that because I think it's worth the surprise. I'm going to be releasing these episodes a little bit more frequently. As a result, it'll be a little bit shorter, and hopefully the production quality will improve just a bit. Uh, We're still learning. I'm still trying to get better at Audacity and the recording process, but please bear with me. Um, So this week, uh, I'm Matt. I was the game master. Andrew played Harvey Littlefield. Chris played Jake. And Gino played Ronnie Briggs. Um, Gino does title card and illustrations for the podcast on the website. Uh, They're really great. Um, so you can check out actual play.network for those if you dig his art. Uh, he also has a long running web comic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon as well. The show, the link to which will be in the show notes. Uh, you can find the links for the show music in the show notes. Uh, and if you'd like to get into contact with us, you can send us an email at gm at actualplay.network, or you can find our Twitter info on the website. You can also leave us a voicemail at 508 817 3408 we're equipped to play it and discuss it on the show. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Coroneco. We are neck deep in our foreign horror series right now. Um, Eyes Without a Face is our next movie that we'll be covering. We should be covering it within the next couple weeks. Uh, the best way to let us know you like the show is to leave a rating or review on iTunes, or you can tell a friend. 